Nah. It's Black Herstory Month. <laughs> black Herstory. But the down down. Oh. The history of bitches. <laughs> no, I'm joking. <laughs> I'm joking. I know somebody mad. <laughs> we should also proof. we should also highlight one comment. Find a comment, cut and paste it. Let's put it up there and talk about it from the last show. It's always somebody oh that got the God. wrong idea. Oh, we love it. Oh my God. Let me let me Yeah, find one of them goofy comments that some of you punks be leaving. <laughs> you assumers. Look at all these assumers surrounding me every day. Hey, just need some time, some time to get away from all these assumptions. I can't take it no more. Your best friend lives out of out of Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot the rest. Hey man, I got the same. I got the same friends I've had since I was a child. That's dope. Yeah, that's some that's some oh, crazy that's shit. Tight. Hell yeah, same friends. Real spit though. So, um, that's we, crazy. we you, have we have a we have a, yeah. a comment from Valentine's Day. LOL. This is how to start a show on VD. Uh-huh. Let's go. Let's find it. <laughs> let's find a negative comment and a pick it apart. Okay. Preferably one that's assuming there's some other. Define something that's ne- negatively hilarious. Uh, so everybody can see it. Let's highlight it. Oh my! The God. comment section. The comment section. Live from the comments. Live from the comments. Oh my God! <laughs> Craig looked like a manager of a Caesar's Palace. Oh, <laughs> very specific. That's actually funny. <laughs> Dicey looked like a chancla throwing a chancla throwing champ in her family. <laughs> Chanclas are sandals, right? Yeah. Hey, yeah. Why she looks for these comments? Hey, the Japanese have it right. <laughs> Shout out to the Japanese. That sound like an old white man. Huh? Those damn commies. They got it right. What they got? Damn right. communists. They got it right. They're more than just noodles. They have it right as a culture. <laughs> the Japanese are more than just martial arts, Honda Civics, and great karaoke. They have it right as a culture. What they got? What they got? What, what inspired you? What inspired your... Do you know how they celebrate Valentine's Day in Japan? Whoa, I don't know. I don't know. I'm kind of scared to ask. Women buy men chocolates. Fire. They have it right. Serve us. And you shall have a life full of success. Free taekwondo classes and noodles. You should be buying us chocolates, ladies. Yeah. What kind of chocolates would... would would be appropriate for you yeah. if a woman wanted to. Man, I I like chocolate chip cookies. I like milk chocolate more than dark chocolate. <laughs> yeah. uh, I like chocolate filling and stuff. Chocolate. I just like chocolate. You know what I mean? Chocolate chip cookies was number one. <laughs> number one. So on back. <laughs> He's like, you sprinkle them. <laughs> What's uh, that chocolates, man? The, 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 the sales of chocolates in Japan go up 20% on, on Valentine's Day. 20% of all chocolate bought in Japan is bought for Valentine's Day. Oh, wow. The Japanese have it right. You all right? Yeah. Okay. It's oh, so Super Mario calling you? <laughs> <laughs> Where's Luigi at? <laughs> I'm just saying, there's a mushroom here looking for Luigi. Is he there with you? <laughs> <laughs> 
They got it right in Japan. You guys need to understand the Japanese, we can learn so much from them. It's crazy. You know, let's read. Let's read about this, how they celebrate uh, the holiday in Japan. One second. I want you guys to understand that there's there's multiple ways to skin a cat. In Japan, Valentine's Day is about the man. They created a whole nother holiday for women called the uh, White Day. What? What? Your White Day is completely different than Valentine's Day. Do your research, people. <laughs> Let's dive into it. Just waiting for it to pop up right now. White Day. Man, why do people call me who know I'm live right now? You see me live and you calling me. <laughs> Motherfucker, I'm trying to click on a link. and But they got it right in Japan. Let's see here in Japan. It's called, oh, whoa, and then my phone goes off. Okay. One second. I'm going to find this for y'all. Just taking my shit a little bit, a little bit to load up. Full article. All right, now check it out. Japan's idiosyncratic approach to Valentine's Day has has come a long way since 1950 when local merchants promoted gift-giving of cosmetics and apparel. By the following decade... Japanese chocolate companies had realized the enormous enormous sales potential of Valentine's Day, but they remained some whatever the fuck that says. <laughs> what? <laughs> but they reimagined it as a date in which women and girls were expected to buy chocolate for men. A separate, less popular holiday, White Day, on March 14th, was created for men to return the favor. The 1980s brought a twist in Japan. It became expected that women would buy and hand out chocolates, not just to friends and loved ones, but to male co-workers and their bosses. The practice came to be known as obligation chocolates. Oblig what? Obligation chocolates. Oh, wow. This could never work in America. Obligation chocolate. What do you feel like you're obligated to do for a man as a woman? Is there anything that you're obligated to do that you have to do? Uh, yeah, do womanly things, I think. Like, you know, cook and clean. Right. Those things. I feel like I'm obligated to do those things. So if, if a dude was like, you you better do that. You're obligated to do it. You I feel like I, I, I kind of do it naturally anyways, but I feel like I, I have to do that. I have to do that. To be like a woman in our relationship. Because if I don't do it, I, I, it would feel like if we're challenging each other, we'll be like, oh, well, you're going to do it. Well, who's going to do it? Right. So I feel like I am obligated to do things. Right, 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 right. So you do feel obligated. What about you, Sarah? Um, I don't feel obligated to do it. I feel like, especially in in today's society, it's more... You have a lot of guys that like to cook and stuff like that. So I think it's depending on your relationship. Like right. sometimes the guy may cook better than you and we, we going to roll with your meal. But let's look at this. <laughs> the word obligation and the definition of obligation is an active course of action to which a person is morally or legally bound a duty of commitment. So there's morality tied up into this with Japanese culture where an obligation for a woman is a sense of duty. She feels like, 
she's committing a sin or going against the system if she's not participating in the obligation chocolate movement on Thanksgiving. Oh, dang. On Valentine's? On Valentine's. <laughs> but the cold thing about it is this. She doesn't just have to buy chocolates for her man. She has to buy chocolates for male relatives, male friends, co-workers, and her boss. That's kind of sweet. And finance it herself. I would want somebody to give it to me because they wanted to, not because they felt obligated to. But how much should do the difference? Really, what's the difference? Right. The difference is, is that I'm doing this because like it's I I I feel like like I want to like it's I don't need to do it, but I I want to because I I I want to show my appreciation towards you. Obligated means so like it's structured. Like if it wasn't for this obligation, I wouldn't be doing shit for your ass. I feel like I I don't always want to do these things, but I do them because I know that they have a a nice like sometimes they have like a a a, a better effect on on them when you kind of just keep on doing it you kind of make it like a habit to to show appreciation you don't always have to feel it you kind of just do it sometimes you don't have the time to do it sometimes you don't have the time to go get those things or to to do something nice for someone but you kind of do it because you want to make sure that they always feel like that right feel like you care about them even when you you probably they probably made you mad that day but just because um i don't feel it that day doesn't mean that i don't care about you i just you know, I don't know if that makes sense, but you know what's interesting about the the, the perception of obligation, because here in this country, a, a woman would view her duty or that obligation as something that she owes to the man. Hmm. But in Japan, culturally, they feel, I believe, like they owe it to themselves, like it's a part of their womanhood. To serve a man. Where here, the independence of a woman is the only thing that most ladies are obligated to. Oh, shit. You know, I thought that was very interesting. Because in most Europeanized countries, women are obligated to themselves and their children. The man is just a byproduct or something that they use to gain a marriage or kids. But the obligation has limits. I think it's dope when a woman serving a man is something that she's obligated to do for herself, where it's a it's an assessment or something that adds value to her womanhood. Shout out to Obligation Day. Nah, oh, man. <laughs> bullshit. That's what, bullshit. What man? What woman would be single if her, if if a part of her obligations to herself was to serve her man? It would be no single women like that. I mean, but the thing is, is that like you you do that, like. But the thing is, everybody' relationship is totally different. Sometimes you have a lot of men that like like they say like cooking, whatever, like cleaning and stuff. Absolutely, like I would I would. I mean, even as a, I'm an individual, I want to clean, you know what I'm saying? Like, and make, keep the house done and stuff like that. But at the same time, it's like, it's a shared, like, part, things are more of a partnership now versus I'm obligated to do this. But check it out, though, because in the definition of obligation is the word moral, right? So when you look up the word moral, I know we all know what it is, but we really never read definitions of shit. So we just let, we let our imaginations take it to what we think it is. But the definition of moral is concerned with the principles of right and wrong behavior and the goodness or badness of human character. So if you, if you serving your man is an obligation you have to yourself, it's a moral obligation 
It automatically puts you in the mind state of being accountable for your actions because it's directly related to your thoughts on what being a good woman is a bad and a bad woman is. But when the obligation in your eyes is to the man, the good and the good and bad lies on whether you think the man is good or bad, not whether you think yourself, not, not what you think about yourself being good or bad or doing good and bad things. Do you feel what I'm saying? So that's where the error in perception comes in. There would be no single woman if her womanhood was connected to her obligation to serve her man in the relationship and vice versa. I'm not just putting this on, on the man or on the woman, but I'm saying the duty is everything. It's the whole vice versa type thing. It was, it's reciprocity. You know what I'm saying? Like you give as much in a relationship as you should also expect to return as well. But we don't give the same. Well, you give in different ways. Women women give in different ways than men do. I completely agree with that. Mm -hmm. But just based on nature and anatomy, women aren't capable of giving as much as men in certain situations. And vice versa. And vice versa. So, right. Women give us children. We're not capable of giving ourselves children. You're not capable of making kids naturally without a man. So that's a vice versa. But then it comes to other things like protection, like uh, comfortability. Well, I won't say comfortability, but uh, security. Mm -hmm. You know, these things that are innately in women that men are supposed to supply to them here in America in order for them to feel obligated to whatever it is the man needs. The only error in perception is the obligation to, shouldn't be to the man. It should be to herself as a woman. You should feel like less of a woman if you're in a relationship and you're not serving your man. Oh my God. You should feel like you are, uh, uh, you should feel low. <laughs> No. If you want a relationship to work, no. what? you should feel like, I'm telling you, like, how dare you let your man be hungry? How dare you let him have a dirty pair of socks or some dirty drawers? How dare you go get your hair cut without asking him if it's cool? How dare you? What are you obligated to? Oh, that. <laughs> that's different. I mean, like, because like in the South, like number one, like I reason why I, I, I can't have kids. So to me and to a lot of men, like they don't want, they, a lot of them don't want to fuck with somebody like me though, because I'm, because they believe like a woman is obligated to, you know, to bear children. And look, look, what, what I'm saying is this, what I'm saying is this, sis, mm -hmm. this is what I'm telling you. If what it took to make a relationship work was something that was a part of a woman's self-obligations, mm -hmm. a part of her checklist that made her feel like more of a woman. It should be above, uh, you know, getting degrees and the kind of work you do and how much money you make. If having a family and being married is something that you want to do. Now, if you just want to be a single, independent woman, you know, Oprah, Oprah Winfrey type woman, then that's a different class. That's you're a businesswoman, so you're obligated to that. But a lot of women are out here uh, suffering from depression. They're out here single and unhappy 
because they're not obligated because a part of their obligations to themselves is not serving a man. They're, they're, they're trying to obligate a man to serve them. And they're basing their assessments on what's a, what a good man is versus a bad man on the fact that they don't understand the obligation is pointing in the wrong direction. If you obligate yourself to serve, no man in his right mind is going to leave a woman that's serving a purpose greater than him. Now, I'm saying a man in his right mind. I'm not talking about a man that's stepping out on his girl, disrespecting his girl, beating on his girl, and immorally uh, just a non-good motherfucker. I'm talking about a man that's committed to you. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. I'm not talking about the extremes. Gotcha. I know she's not agreeing with me on the low. She's like, uh, fuck that. Like, you know, it's, it's just, I don't know. It's like, it's a lot of people that, um, a lot of guys, they demand things that a man would naturally get. But the reason why a lot of women have a hard time giving it to them is because they really not. They, because the obligation really is the wrong way. Yeah. But it's the, I'm telling you, any woman that, if her serving a man is an obligation to herself, she'll never look to scapegoat or look for reasons not to respect the man because she understands that those things are directly connected to her self-assessments. If I, you know what I'm saying? So like if the relationship ain't working or, or he's unhappy, he's staying out late, you know, y'all, y'all arguing a lot. The first thing that you're supposed to do is look at yourself and, and what you've obligated yourself to and, and figure out on the inside, is it something that I'm doing? Right. But, but, but the way that we're set up here is it's all, it's, it's on the other party every time. If we're not happy, shit ain't working, sex ain't good, you know what I'm saying, uh, you know, then it, it just is always pointed the other way. Mm-hmm. I feel like sometimes, like, because I, I had this conversation with, with some of my friends, and they, they always feel like they shouldn't, like, do these things, like, for, like, the cooking. Like, like for example, how Sarah said, like, oh, my, my boyfriend likes to cook and stuff like that. And I'm like, that's good, but... Don't lose touch of like those things because one day when you become a mother, like you're going to have to do those things. Like you're not going to wait till your husband for him to cook for your kids and for everyone. Like you have to make sure you do that because once you become a mother, it's like it's a whole different ballgame. I feel like everything we think as a person who's single, you just you just change your mind um, like automatically. It comes with like being a mom and like. And, and, and like knowing those things, how to cook, how to clean, how to like be there for your kid and how to like, um, uh, do the right thing. And it does come with like that moral thing where it's like, I'm not gonna, even if my husband didn't know how to cook and stuff like that, I would still feel like the need to do it because I'm still a mom. And I, no matter what, that's what it comes to being a mom. So your, your husband is your first baby. See, see how she, see how you view it. What? You should not. No, no, no. That, that may, but, that, but that's not nature. That that's not nature. Uh, uh, the 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 woman is supposed to be more obligated to the kids. I mean, to the man than the kids. See. That's what the way it's supposed to be. The big piece of chicken goes to the nigga holding down the fort. That's true. I, I believe that. Yeah. So uh, that that's where the because that's a Ooh. pecking order. 
Well, you can't decide on the pecking order because you mad at a nigga because you think he fucking another, another bitch or you mad because <laughs> he didn't he didn't do something you like. That don't change the pecking order. <laughs> That's true. You know, you're women. You can't leave and find another nigga because you want to reestablish nature. There's a pecking order to this. It's a pecking order. I get the big piece of chicken. The kids eat last. Because I need the energy to fight off all this bullshit that's attacking us on a daily basis. <laughs> but that's be- but but that's because of duty. See, men, we obligate ourselves to our families in most cases, not to how we feel first. Because 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 emotion is weakness in our community amongst other men. That's why weak niggas always try to pander and get emotional responses from niggas that are stronger than them. That's why a weak nigga try to tap at your bitch and try to see if he can get her. Or that's why a weak nigga uh, play little games because they they suffer from emotionality. It's a fucking illness when you feel like your life's work is to try to, try to get an emotional response out of people stronger than you, a.k.a. trolls. What, so is a is a woman still obligated to treat a nigga like that the same as one that's real? A woman should be. Ooh. You said what? Is a woman still obligated to treat a nigga like that the same as they would a real nigga? If a woman is properly obligating the way she treats her man to herself, she won't be with a fake or bullshit ass nigga. Oh, facts. A woman that's not properly ob- properly obligated to herself will let a nigga pull fantasy, use fantasy to get her. If you obligate yourself to you correctly, a nigga can't just tell you anything. You're going to go by actions. You're not going to go by uh, flash and flair and haircuts and how nice his shoes are. And, 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 you know, and if his nails are dirty, a real woman could look at a dirty nigga and say, oh, that's a construction worker. That nigga been up since 5 a.m. working. He's not a dirty nigga. That comes with the job. He's a provider. A real woman can look at a nigga with a uh, with Jordans on and Gucci belt and a Gucci belt on and say, "Oh, his his priorities are out of whack. He got Jordans on, a Gucci belt. He's driving a seven forty five, but he lives in an apartment." And then there's that. <laughs> if you obligate yourself to your if you obligate you to yourself correctly, the trickery can't affect you. But what are you obligated to, ladies and gentlemen? What are you obligated to? Do you do you constantly attack and disregard things you don't understand? Well, then you're obligated to bullshit. Do you shun and disrespect people who show love to you? Then you obligate yourself to failure. <laughs> what the fuck are you obligated to, people? Hmm. You see what we obligated to. We here every week. We ain't making no fucking money off this. They pay me in food stamps at caffeine. <laughs> I, I, I mean, I could, I could pop my collar in the liquor store, but I can't buy no jewelry or no cars with the money they pay me here. Cash app is dollar sign bullyfoot. Dollar sign bullyfoot. <laughs> you, you as a content creator, stop looking at the views. It don't matter. Talk to your fan base. That's why I got Discord. I talk directly to y'all. I want, I'm obligated to give you guys the best possible experience. Sometimes I don't want the views. I don't want to troll nobody and disrespect people to have millions of views. It ain't worth it. 
It ain't worth it to create enemies because you ain't creative enough to be creative. <laughs> hmm. What are you obligated to, Nick? And Nickets? Nickets. Nickets and Nickets. Take all cigarettes. <laughs> The Japanese got it right, I'm telling you, man. They, they, they society has been down, been around for thousands of years longer than American society. They took the holiday and flipped it. Look how progressive or look how practical they think. When they first started celebrating Valentine's Day about 70 years ago, they bought each other practical gifts, things that they could use to better their everyday lives. Chocolate is a... Is is it, it, chocolate is a is 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 not something that could better your life. <laughs> it gives you cavities. It tastes good though. It's fire to the motherfucker. <laughs> <but. laughs> if you want chocolate, it's it your life. Craig, we've been cooking up some desserts with a lot of chocolate in it. <laughs> <laughs> nah, <laughs> Lord. I like chocolate with nuts. Hey, man. Ah, yeah, man. Yeah. You see. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> what, uh, what, what other thing do I want to talk about? You know, Japanese live the longest. Their um, life expectancy is 84. That's because women is buying men chocolates. Wow. Chocolate. Women are buying men chocolate. I said women are buying men's. <laughs> men's chocolate. Men's chocolate. Men's chocolate. That I think that that holiday is pretty cool. I mean, yeah. does uh, well besides Father's Day, is there anything else like that where you just kind of like that we have here in the United States? No, huh? That they celebrate, yeah, like celebrate just like guys, like just yeah. No, that's Father's it. Day. There's no the, Super Bowl. Men are under. <laughs> Super Bowl. <laughs> men are under the backbone of this country. The working class is underappreciated. It's like, you know, it's like we're not needed. You know what I'm saying? Right. Mm -hmm. The nigga working at the call center, the car salesman, the truck driver, the gardener, the police officer. Firemen get a little bit of love because everybody know they make a lot of paper. You know, but the regular everyday men, we, we, we all, you know, they don't want us. Gardener getting no love. Thank you, no love. <laughs> yeah. what, last, what last time you dated a gardener, uh, Sarah? Um, a gardener. See, in my bar. Uh, norm normally, I, normally, <laughs> I cut my shit with the weed wax <laughs> twice a week. <laughs> no, normally, the they don't understand me. <laughs> you said normally, bar uh, gardeners don't understand. I, no, <laughs> it's like mm -mm. <laughs> that's some fun. Well, that's the language barrier. <laughs> uh, you out there with the rusty Spanish? I know. <laughs> no, but a lot of them. They were actually the guys that uh, the two Hispanic guys. Shout out to Home Depot that helped me uh, move. Like one of them was trying to give me his number, but he couldn't even like <laughs> tell me he had to Google translate it. Yeah. <laughs> wait, wait, hold on. This is weird. Because aren't numbers the same in English and Spanish? <laughs> <laughs> no. it's, it's yeah. uno dos. Like if I write if I write twelve on a paper and Dose. send it to Tijuana, but I just write one two, oh, yeah. they'll know what it is, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, also, oh, they like they know the the structure of it, but it's just translate numbers. <laughs> <laughs> translate numbers is comedy. <laughs> a numbers translator. <laughs> he, he was trying to tell me his name like a million times. Random. 
Wendell. I was like, oh, and then he then he spelled it out, and I still couldn't pronounce it. <laughs> <laughs> I like that he tried though. Yeah, he like, did. That's kind of cool. Like, I'm like, get out of my U-Haul, sir. So, <laughs> in the Ukraine, because of this war with Russia, uh, some of the soldiers are freezing their sperm, freezing their sperm, paying and have it frozen, in fear that they might die in battle, and they still want to have a family. Oh my God! Whoa! Wait, whoa! So, so the cost of it is is fifty five dollars. Oh, okay. And then in order to have it actually conceived or the process of conception is between $850 and $1,000. Yeah, but that ain't on you. You done already did your part with the sperm. Yeah. Right? I mean, that's a great way to be a deadbeat dad. You die and you don't have to be there. <laughs> oh, shit. Imagine a nigga put, put together a whole uh, life collection of instructional videos because he know he's going to die in battle so he just record oh, yeah. like a hundred hours okay son this is how you catch a ball look bam you see that I have my hands like this okay you want to talk to a girl <laughs> go, to, oh, go, to, go to the next disc <laughs> okay if your mama start doing this this is what she likes oh, what, what would make somebody do like look if I'm going That's to battle I don't know if I want to have kids that are I mean unless I'm, I get my wife pregnant the old fashioned way That's way uh, what woman would 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 impregnate herself after a man has died with his seed? Somebody who want to have a baby. Someone that yeah, loves them, no? They'd be out there. You would do that? You would purposely become a single mother? When there's other alive niggas that would be there with you to help you? Uh, I feel like yeah. this is a setup because I'm going to say yes. <laughs> I'm just saying, wait, this thing practical. Why? If, if, if he, oh, it, it's different if y'all fucking and then he gets killed on the battlefield. Uh -huh. But he dies. Then you got to go find it. Then you got to go to the doctor and say, that nigga's dead now. What if, what if why, you're a lesbian couple? I mean, that's Whoa. different. <laughs> but, but why wait till he dies? Why why not just get pregnant while he's still alive? Oh, he's yeah, fighting a war in the Ukraine. I'm so, busy. So now he's dead. Now it's time to be pregnant? Yeah. We didn't get that in many a war times. To, uh -huh. you know? What if like they didn't get that many times to like have relationships? Well, you, don't you know what I mean? No right. And then, like, not all women get pregnant right away. A so woman has like, to really love you to say, fuck it, I'm going to make my life way harder because this nigga died. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be hard when he dies if you really, like, like the person. But he's already, that, to me, that's like a quitter. It's like, I'm going to go out here knowing I'm going to get popped. I ain't got, they coming for me. But just, you know what I'm saying? Like, like, but, literally. But just imagine, she said they coming for me. It's hilarious. But just imagine this. Hey, baby, shit, I might die next week. I'm going to battle. So uh, take me down to the sperm bank and let me yeah. donate. So if I die, you can go ahead. Why not just fuck her right there? And, get, and You know what I'm saying? Right. Why not? You know what I mean? Why are you waiting? And My thing is you could have did it then. Could you though? Um, I mean, if you're freezing it, yeah. yeah. This is the Ukraine. Them motherfuckers probably told, "Hey man, you going to war tomorrow?" Type shit, and then right. they gotta just get out there. You right. know, what well, you gotta jack off real fast because the, the mean, trucks coming. Yeah, he, right. He, he, <laughs> <laughs> here's a, here's a hold that AK with both hands. Motherfucker, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> Mom, is this ice cream? No, that's your dad's sperm. Put it down. <laughs> <laughs> it's got to be some dudes out there. Dying on purpose so they don't have to <laughs> take care of their kids. <laughs> see, my wife got a cleft lip. I don't want to see this shit. <laughs> my son might be retarded, man. I don't want to see that shit. 
But what don't they like Russia? Uh, like they normally like fight dirty. So aren't you afraid that the perm could be the, the, the perm. perm? Jesus, they give out perms too, like <laughs> sperm perms. But <laughs> the, the perm, the, the, don't say that again. The sperm the would be perm. like, what if it is like radioactive <laughs> or something? So my, come on, this Ukrainian kid has a perm. Who put this little Russian sperm in this bitch? <laughs> Why can he tap dance and play the piano? <laughs> Sarah got perm on her mind. I know. Uh, had a perm dream last night. I know. <laughs> I'm tired of my flat tap. I need to lay this motherfucker down. Exactly. I think I'm analytical. I want the five heartbeat. <laughs> I need the bump and curl and the finger wave. So y'all love a dude a lot. Oh. He dies. You have his sperm frozen. Are you impregnating yourself? At the house with a super soap? <laughs> Turkey base? That's hilarious. I'll put candles and everything, so like that is like romantic. You say you're gonna put candles? Yeah. Well, that's whoa. Like when they do it, you yeah. know, so it's like like it was romantic. trying to make it nice and stuff. <laughs> what? So, what are you so, so are you going <laughs> you getting straight down to it or are you gonna be fake kissing on your own neck and shit? Whoa. <laughs> that's hilarious. Whoa. You smelling his hoodies and shit? I hug myself. She, she, she blow kisses and ricochet off her hand. <laughs> yeah, do you guys just go straight into masturbation or do you guys like kinda like <laughs> Talk to you. How, how do how do you guys set it up? Because man, we just say fuck it. I'm getting high. <laughs> <laughs> the nigga just shut the door and <laughs> Zulu be uh, watching the movie by herself, laughing. <laughs> 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 Did you see that? <laughs> watching wedding crash. I love this part. <laughs> 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 like what? That's hilarious. Oh my god. I feel like Sarah got a whole setup. You got a whole setup, huh? Oh, a setup for what? <laughs> <laughs> oh, masturbation yeah. kid? <laughs> you know them big ass stuffed animals? Oh, no. She got, no. She got the dildo uh, glued to his crotch. <laughs> she got the dildo glued to a big ass stuffed animal's crotch. The whole crotch area is soggy as a motherfucking crunchy. She's been letting on that motherfucker for a year and a half. Oh, my God. Put him back in the corner. <laughs> oh my God. Face him the other way. I know you do some weird shit, Sarah, because your imagination is crazy. I know, but the weirdest thing I probably ever did was like 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 I came from a hug. Like it was that is that is unprofessional. How? How? I don't know. This is the way he hugged me. I was like, ah oh damn, okay. Who was you hugging a, a jackhammer? No. <laughs> His name was Miles. Hugging a hammer drill. His name was Miles. How, how'd you come? I, I just all of a sudden I'm, we were, he was hugging me. And it just like it was just such, it was so passionate. It was I felt like I was in a Billy D. Williams movie or something. Was, like, was y'all naked? It, is it? Oh yeah. And it oh, was well, there like, you go. Huh? <laughs> oh yeah, you was naked. Yeah, and you I, can be. He can hug you while he fucking you. Yeah. No, but he no, was. But no his dick wasn't in me. And then all it was of a sudden, fucking he, hug. He was looking and then it was like hole. he like it was like a like a like an inhale. Like he hugged me like a in, like you inhale. And he pulled me like really close, and then next thing you know, did you make the sounds? Ah, ah. Don't go chasing waterfalls. That's what you do. <laughs> oh my god! So how long before you changed your panties? Uh, I didn't have them on. So it just dripped out the bottom of your skirt. <laughs> drip, 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 drip. Yeah, it was. Somebody spit a loogie out this bitch skirt. What's going on? <laughs> no, but he really, he really, he really thought. 
he really thought he was doing it, but like, you know, like he was like, damn, I got it like this. Please. Did y'all ever actually fuck? Yeah, but he, he was more of a grower. He was more of a grower, not a shower, though. You know what I'm saying? He was an older guy. Oh yeah. You like old niggas. I I, I don't know why. In case y'all don't know, Sarah whole crew is temptation looking niggas. <laughs> I got nothing but love for you, baby yeah, niggas. <laughs> All the niggas she hang with got a Datsun in the garage. <laughs> <laughs> and a Datsun 2T, man. The T-top. Oh, man. Oh, uh, every time man. I hear them talking, I hear a T-top in every conversation. <laughs> it's T-top. T-top. <laughs> 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 oh, I do honestly hate my with T-top. It's cold mother with T-top. Oh, yeah. I hate to say it, but it's so true. Oh. Yeah, all her homies, it was 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 the shit in, in seventy eight. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> oh <my laughs> I pulled up a, I pulled up in the t tap. Motherfucker don't know what he is. <laughs> he, he don't know him. Seven, like seventy two. Well, yeah. And almost every conversation she, is. She sell them niggas. You too young for this. Yeah. Huh? She sell them niggas red devils. Y'all know what red devils? <laughs> what is, is a red <laughs> the devil? Fish? She the last red devil uh, drug dealer. <laughs> You don't know what a red devil is? No, but I'm sure if I would ask them, they would totally know. Yeah, look up a red devil. It's a drug that was done uh, like a mug in the uh, in the, uh, late 70s. <laughs> red, devil red, drug? Drug. <laughs> okay, like, red devil. Oh, yeah, it is. She's oh, a red God. devil rebel. Oh, what is it? Wow. No wonder wow. it's in songs and stuff in music. Hey, oh, I've you've heard it in a song. Yeah. Mar Marvin Gaye was a red devil abuser. Oh. Oh. Damn. Yes, sir. Yeah. Yeah, like, oh yeah. I'm like Marvin Gaye actually has one of my favorite songs ever. What is it? I want you. I thought I it was a new And I want you to want me to. See, that's the key. It's the reciprocity of it. All. Want you to want me <laughs> to. <laughs> Just like I want you. <laughs> Why you close your eyes thinking that? <laughs> That's a fire ass song. That's a fire ass song. I didn't know who sung that, but now I do. Yeah. Nigga who wrote that had on some satin panties. <laughs> <laughs> I want you to want me to. And his video, he actually had Alvin Ailey dancers like in it. Like, who? I like Alvin the whole Ailey. picture. The Alvin Ailey. Y'all know the Alvin Ailey dance troupe? I've never heard no, of these niggas. Are you serious? Who is Alvin and Ailey? Alvin Ailey is like one of the, it was more, one of the, actually still is one of the most prestigious dance troops in the world. It's an all black troop and they'd rival like Juilliard. They're amazing. Todd, you know, y'all know Craig was a gay man. How was I a gay man? Prove it. Where no, that's that? Marvin Gaye. Marvin man. They Gaye. Smell his Marvin Gaye. Told y'all Craig was a gay. Oh, okay. <laughs> that's a I'm slippery like, slope that he was getting like, back. What are you talking about, nigga? <laughs> 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 yeah, wait a minute. <laughs> Materialized the punk that said he hit me. I wanted to meet him. It's <laughs> Black history facts. You know, that's cold if a, if a gay dude lie about fucking you and he get, go public with it. Because you can't even argue with him. There's nothing you can do. Because it's going to seem like you get, you know what I'm saying? Right. A Man, you didn't lover. Fuck, we ain't never fucked. Yeah, we did. No, you ain't never fucked me. Because <laughs> you imagine <laughs> arguing with a nigga about it. <laughs> you Damn. Have you ever. <laughs> you can't even argue. Have you ever, like, to prove somebody wrong, made up some shit about your, your private part to let them know, ah, see, I know you didn't because you didn't remember this? Uh, I'm not arguing with a liar, man. Oh, okay. <laughs> if a gay nigga lie and say fuck me, I'm just going to laugh. Like, come on, my nigga. 
That's fuck. crazy. Like you can't. Ooh, you can't it's nothing market. you can do. There's nothing you can. You can't even argue with a gay man. <coughs> no. Like you know, what I'm saying? <laughs> you can't argue with a gay. Man. There's like, no win. Yeah, like a, a a heated a heated argument. He can. That it's gonna go look down. like a lover's quarrel. Yeah. Wow. And he can say like like Craig said. He can say you just mad because I didn't get you none last night. Yeah. And then it's over. Like there's nothing huh. you can even. You can even do. Have y'all had that done to y'all? Like that's a fear. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> nah, gay, gay gay men are still men. They know not to play like that. Yeah, they, come on, that. You know. But it's like, but if you don't address it either, is that like also like hiding? Or well, you're pretty much helpless. <laughs> would you date? A, did you would you date a female with a lot of gay male friends? I mean, that ain't got shit to do with me. No, but they're always around because that one of one of my friends like her her He's dude like, left her because of, <laughs> he because of that. that. Well, yeah, I mean, here's the thing: like, <laughs> just because they gay, they still men. I don't want that energy on my girl because look, gay dudes are still dudes, and niggas lie. Mm. Yeah. Niggas lie. They be having women all flustered and thinking shit that ain't even true. These gay niggas got these bras thinking all these all these straight niggas is gay. Mm-hmm. Yep, I get that. Yeah. You know, they got, no, no. <laughs> it ain't cracking. <laughs> no, no. Swipey, no, no Nah, niggas be lying. Just because nigga got a dress on and he like dudes on me and he ain't a nigga. You don't think gay niggas lie on their dick like straight niggas lie on their dick? All the time. Ooh. Right. Be out there hitting, be hitting straight chicks. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'll just, I'll try a little bit of the pussy. Fuck it. <laughs> it was a TikTok trend. Like gay dudes, um, actually hitting one of their straight girls, like to try it one time. They had porn. what? They got oh, yeah. porn on TikTok now? No, no, no. <laughs> no. It was just like the guys like explaining, like you know, they want to try it one time. Yeah. And then they would they pick like one of their, their home girls or whatever to try it. Try. Oh, and then they gave the report back on. They gave TikTok. the report. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. They hated it. Yeah, hated it. Majority of them hated it. Somebody liked it, but they still bust. (laughs) You can't say you hated it, Twine, if you came. You came in that pussy, nigga. You ain't gay no more. (laughs) You would sell out to your community. You should be ashamed of yourself for doing heterosexual activities. Damn. You would shame your boyfriend like that, Twine? (laughs) Imagine her imagine imagine her getting pregnant. Oh. Oh. Oh, yeah. that's rougher than the dead soldier. <laughs> <laughs> that is rougher. Can you know how um, there's women that explore and then they kind of like they tr- they test the waters and they kind of like come back and they realize you know what this is not for me. You Men know, can't do that. Uh, yeah, you cannot. That's, that that doesn't. Once you get corn on your dick, it's a wrap. What? <laughs> That's why you got to respect gay men because when they make that choice, they know what it is. Yeah. And that's why oh, they that keep it on the sense. down low. You got them brothers that's creeping on the down low, and they do that because they got to be on the down low. They can't tell people that this is happening or people will never look at them the same. Damn. Right. That's mm. the reality. Yeah. You do it comes so- with a lot. You do something strange for a piece of change in the damn sixth grade in the closet, then you got to live with that forever. What? Wait, wait. Is it true that every male has a gay moment? Uh, Every male? What does that mean? That like, (laughs) 
when there was like a situation that was kind of like gay and you knew because you didn't initiate it, you knew that you weren't that way. What? Every man has been hollered at by another man and didn't realize it till later. Oh, <laughs> because if, if, if being gay is a choice, is being straight one too? I didn't choose to be straight. I, I didn't, I didn't, like, I, it wasn't no fight for me. Okay. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? Like, oh, shit, I got the, I got the woman right here and the nigga over there. Shit, what should I do? <laughs> it just was a natural thing. Mm -hmm. Y'all think, but Billy was trolling y'all. Somebody said Billy gay. Y'all got to realize that about Billy. Billy was trolling, man. Yeah. So, the thing about Billy, Billy ain't scared of nothing. So he ain't scared of y'all. He ain't scared of what people think. And at that point, he was trying to do whatever he felt was necessary to destroy a man that he viewed, that, viewed as, his, as his enemy. That's what that was about. I got love and respect for both of them brothers. I cracked some jokes about the shit when it happened that I kind of regret because D-Lay and Billy are two dudes that I really fuck. I think they good niggas. So, but, uh, yeah, if, you know, I don't, I don't, I, I didn't choose heterosexuality it just it, that, that there was no other choice there was no nothing else to consider there was no period in time where i didn't know right right you feel what i'm saying <laughs> as soon as i laid my eyes on claire huxtable i said oh, oh that's what it's about <laughs> felicia rashad is how i knew i was a man oh at three God. or four years old uh -huh. I was like, "Oh my God, this is crazy." She is she still married to Amara Rashad? Not been divorced. <laughs> so she's she's single now. Would you give her a shot? Or she's like, you know, man, she that man. cold, man. I, I probably wouldn't, but I mean, to me, she the she the best thing. Woo! Not Debbie Allen. <laughs> Debbie uh, is pretty, but I know her sons and shit. Her sons is real good dudes. Shout out to uh, shout out to her two sons. I know one of the ones that do do comedy. Her and Norm Nixon raised some solid young men. They around our age too, so I would never look at their mom like that. But they auntie, oh yeah. <laughs> oh, <boy. laughs> I might be. I might become your uncle one day, nigga. <laughs> oh, that's Somebody on uh, the YouTube chat room said Pat LaBelle can get it. Yeah, Patty Bell, Bell is beautiful, but Big Daddy Kane beat us to her. Did what? He? Remember they had a song? Look what? up to Patty LaBelle oh, and Big Daddy Kane's song. Yeah, wait a hold on. I work, not I work. It's look at it. I think it's <laughs> I work. It was a song where she sang. What's the name of the song with uh, Patty LaBelle and Big Daddy Kane? Can somebody put the name of it in there? Patty LaBelle and, and Big Daddy Kane. And oh on my this God, song, it right up. It is called "Feels Like Another One." Oh, come on, Patty! <laughs> like another one. Yeah. Yeah. That mean he was smashing. I oh, come on. What, what, did they say something in the song like I was smashing you? Smash, 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 Oh wow. Yeah, you know she'd had no eggs at that point. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh she my did. Sash and fresh, and then I smash and pass, pass, and batted the bells out. It's like she's like in her 40s in this. Because you know she's like 78. Okay. Well, she's she? Patty LaBelle cold blooded. And she's still. Would you would you, would you smash Patty LaBelle? Not now, but I have a feeling she's a freak. 
I have a feeling she's a freak. You know who Pat LaBelle is? No. Oh, my oh, God. Oh, we got to give her a lesson. Let's give her a lesson. Pull up, but don't do the audio on Patty LaBelle and Big Daddy Kane. Let's see oh, that video. Audio. Oh, you want to see the video? Yeah, I okay, want y'all to see why see. I thought they were smashing. Pass okay. a frass, ass a frass, and he smashed Patty LaBelle right in the ass. Has a pass. Yeah. Yeah. Got to go uh. put a quarter in your ass. Patty had a fatty. <laughs> he said Patty had a fatty. You ever seen? Yeah. Oh my god, y'all are ridiculous. Hold on, let me put this. Kane up. hit you. Y'all know Kane hit Patty. Stop lying out there. Y'all know what happened. Man, on the pass of grass, ass a fast, a fast, a fast. Sassafras. 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 Hold on, the Kane video was expanded her uterus. Oh no! <laughs> wow. oh, That's what shit. they say. Somebody I, said Patty had a fatty. Hey, you ever seen? I've her never girl? seen her booty. I've, I've only seen up top. And let's see. See? Uh oh! Look at her, cold in a mug. <laughs> oh, there they go. They did this. Hey, oh, Pat, out there you know what's crazy is Patty, and this was the age we are now. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> and this was the eighties. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I can I noticed Look. all the sexual tension. <laughs> <laughs> oh, where is that gonna get that? Yeah. You got a quinceanera dress on. Patty <laughs> was a she a cold star boy. When, is this when the big daddy, daddy King coming Where's out? Where's the big daddy Go Yes, I'm like, when are he coming yeah, out? Yeah, Patty. This, this ain't the music video. This is the music video. See at the top. Okay. Oh, he come out. Okay, no, that ain't. But this is the live performance. Yeah, this is like. Hey, hey. Uh, uh, uh. Come on, Jacket. Jacket. Come on, Jacket. You don't think he was hitting that? Uh, oh, he get on the knees and shit. Oh, oh, okay, I recognize the titty hug when I see him. <laughs> <laughs> he was taking her down. He's like, they're killing the church music. Barry Gordy was mad at the motherfucker. Say, man. This. <laughs> These new jacks are fucking. Oh, sick. Green, <laughs> green pies. <laughs> you know, <laughs> a Baltimore eight is hilarious. Yeah, but uh, Japanese oh, Valentine's yeah. Day. Right, right. Back to Japanese. Or back, to, back to back to the Japanese. <laughs> Chocolate with the hot tea in it. With the hot tea in it. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> so. Todd, yo, freezing your sperm, you're saying it's it's a no, right? I think I would rather my girl move on and find somebody different if I die in war than raise my child as a single mother and then have another man. And You know what I'm saying? I'm going for the uh, taking a break from the war to go jack off. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I'll be right back, man. I got to do this thing, man, you know, yeah. down Very at the well. spot. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's pretty sweet. Did you know uh old boy from Pasadena? I think his name was Jonathan that died in Iraq. Nah. He went to victory. He was in the army. Oh, I thought you were talking about him. Oh, for real? You don't remember him? He went to victory. Ma. I think his name was Jonathan. Shout out Snaps, to if you're watching the show, put his name in the comments. Why did it not be Jonathan? It's going to be something completely different. <laughs> no. Ezra. <laughs> Ezra Jenkins. Ezra. Marquise. What you got for us, Daisy? So, um, they're experimenting with uh, male birth control. And it's mm. been proven to be uh, pretty effective to prevent pregnancies. 
Um, it's a non-hormonal contraceptive drug that was found to disable the sperm in male mice by researchers um, at Cornell Medical College in New York. The mice were given a single dose of the drug, which temporarily uh, inhibited the sperm uh, ability to swim and mature through the female reproductive system, allowing it to fertilize an egg. The right. mice was injected with the compound and continued to uh, exhibit normal mating behaviors, but there was no pregnancies. Man, mm, that sounds like some that sounds like some bullshit. Wait, <laughs> because like, look, don't don't fellas out there, don't take this pill. Is it a pill or a little? It's gonna be a pill. Okay, don't take this pill and then get out there with the hood rat and think, hey, I took the pill and it worked with the mice and there's no way she can get pregnant. <laughs> hey, man, man, put the overlay on, Sarah. Oh. I thought it was on, sorry. No worries. Yeah, that's... Gotcha. Wait, so how does it work again? So basically, um, you you intake the pill, and then you have, uh, you know, regular uh, sex, and then there is no pregnancy. So <laughs> you have to take in... It's basically like... The regular sex. <laughs> regular <laughs> sex. <laughs> Nothing crazy. Right. No, you know, they'll no be over there doing no 69 because you might get pregnant. Yeah, okay, no... no <laughs> mm, wow. I don't suggest doing this, man. Yeah, that's a setup. If your balls go flat, they may not ever come back. Damn. Could you imagine wow. just your balls just being <laughs> like, where does the nut? Like a leaf? Like a leaf? <laughs> what? Like, like a leaf. Got the maple leaf. Like those flaps on the boxer shorts. You know how boxers be having them flaps on the front, like the uh, Trojan. I, mean, I don't know. I don't. We we shouldn't have to take oh, take no. birth control. Yeah. They say, well, this is, it's going to be non-hormonal, so it won't, like, mess with your, your inside or your... Testosterone levels. Yeah, all of that. Which is a lie, because there's no way that you can control testosterone without lowering or hiring the, you know... Testosterone. Testosterone levels. (laughs) This pill... Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Whatever. This pill doesn't even fucking work, all right? Like, because you tested it on some mice and temporarily... Stop them from reproducing. You think that's going to work on a, a man? Listen, if y'all out there and y'all try it, I'm telling you, you're going to be out there with the deflate, deflate gate, the Tom Brady. Yeah. <laughs> you got the Tom Brady's. Because how can, how, can, how can you ejaculate if you not, you know what I'm saying? Like if it, if it decreases that, then how can you come now? Cause don't you need that? You gonna bust and yeah. you gonna get her pregnant and then that's gonna be. Oh, you gonna get her pregnant? <laughs> you gonna be a new daddy? I th- yeah, I think I think that you everything's gonna be the same. It's just that the sperm is not gonna actually swim anywhere. Right. It's gonna that's be how dead. Yeah. That's what I would do if I was a Ukrainian soldier. Oh. I would I would take that pill and then donate the sperm. Free, freeze this. <laughs> a bag of blanks. <laughs> That's right. Freeze this. Yeah. Man, they're not going to let you come back to the little uh, sperm bank. Like you out there with the I'm defectives. I'm going to be dead. <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine being in heaven like 100 years later and a motherfucker die and come up there and they look just like you? Like, hold on, man. Hey. Nigga, I... I Dang. Dad? I got rid of you, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> that is <such> <laughs> <you>. <laughs> God says a nigga up here looks just like me, and he right. Look at him. He <laughs> <laughs> wouldn't have no more hey, in it. Paternity test and that. Right. <laughs> I tried to kill you, nigga. How'd you make it up here? <laughs> what kind of shit do you think niggas talk about in heaven? Because we still have a mouth. <laughs> when we niggas never talk about that, when you get to heaven, you still have a mouth. 
You just think motherfuckers up there quiet and silent? Chilling. What no. type of arguments are, are niggas having in, he- in heaven? Better not get too loud with your argument. Fuck you. Oh, <laughs> hey, you, you out of here, bro. Get <laughs> out of here. I feel like everybody can sing in heaven. Like the arguments are like two R&B singers. <laughs> oh, don't you come over here. You know what I mean? Like I feel like niggas is like, but then again, you know, why would I do that? Oh, like niggas sing, argue in heaven. <laughs> this is Mr. B. How you doing, Mr. B? What the hell is going on? What you mean, what's going on? <laughs> Just because you're sleeping with her doesn't mean I'm getting real up. <laughs> what? <laughs> what the hell you doing with her? Talking to her, walking with her. <laughs> I'm flying with her. <laughs> That's how heaven arguments go. It's song. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Oh, that's funny. What is this? What is this? <laughs> I feel like they'll be lying going on. You know who probably got a podcast? Pac and Biggie got a podcast together up there. What? Is it? what? That'd be fire. That'd be fire. Wouldn't it be? I would love to. I would love. Well, Who's I'll up, wait on hearing that. Who's up there hating? It's got to be at least one hater that made it. <laughs> oh man, who's hating? <laughs> and it's gonna be surprising too. The name is gonna be. Like, God damn! I never thought I would. <laughs> Grandma up there hating? Like, Maya Angelou? Is that it? <laughs> <laughs> Maya Angelou hater. Oh, I mean, because they're all right there. You know what I'm saying? You got Harriet Tubman's there. You know what Whoa. I'm saying? You, got, you know Maya Angelou and Harriet Tubman don't get along. <laughs> right. You ain't DJ. You can't even bring up Maya Angelou around here. That bi- <laughs> fuck that bitch. Okay? She did shit. Poems. I couldn't read it right. I just been writing poems. <laughs> You know she mad about the poems because she only motherfucker can't read. <laughs> this ain't shit. The bitch, uh, my Angela up there. The bitch mad because she can't read. That's all it is. Okay. But I can run, bitch. Yeah, you free motherfuckers, but you can't read, bitch. How are you telling me you're mad at the poem? This is shit. This is shit y'all like. Did you read it? No, I can't read. <laughs> Phenomenal woman, my ass. <laughs> I don't get it. I don't get it. She probably showing up to uh, Maya Angelou's book signings, just knocking everything off the table. Bitch. <laughs> <laughs> this is not freedom. <laughs> you know it's beef going on in heaven. It, ain't, it can't be regular. It can't what, is be. Frederick Douglass security at the door? <laughs> he bought, Frederick Douglass bald head now with a goatee. And he fucking all the white angels. <laughs> and the, t- the TV went off. <laughs> you know Frederick got all the white angel bitches. Oh, uh, uh, <laughs> Him and Benjamin Banneker. <laughs> I bet you it's not the place we think it is. Oh, man. <laughs> it's some other shit going on up there, bro. Awesome ass concerts for sure. Yeah, uh, hell yeah. 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 Marvin Gaye and, and Tupac and, and Biggie and uh, Levert. <laughs> Marvin Gaye, Tupac, Biggie, and Levert. It's it's got to be it's got to be way more regular than we given. You know what I'm saying? We give it credit for. You know. Oh my! Do God. niggas run out of gas in heaven? 
<laughs> in a car? You know, what kind of car would you have in heaven? Well, what are, what are they doing? Riding horses? Yo, no, if they flying, right? <laughs> what you saying? What you're saying is, if somebody was to run out of gas in heaven, that <laughs> would just fall out the sky. <laughs> 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 they got Tesla wings. <laughs> they ran out. They're, that means go charge them. <laughs> that means that, that they got that they got cars in heaven, and worse than that. That means that somebody's working at the gas station. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's hilarious, <laughs> motherfucker. Is the bathroom, is the gas station bathroom dirty in heaven? <laughs> oh you need a, you need a key. You got is the key? What's it tied to? <laughs> they got it tied to a big ass spoon or like a, a big ass a big ass stick. Because <laughs> somebody ran off with the key last. Time. Somebody locked the key in the bathroom. <laughs> Abraham Lincoln got to clean it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh man! Are the Lakers good in heaven? Because Kobe's there. Kobe's oh. there. Kobe and George Mikan are there. Will's there too. Will. Well, did I he mean, get drafted? I mean, shit. I think you play for whoever you play for on Earth is who you play for in heaven. Oh, that's not fair. Ain't trade. <laughs> you a Laker forever? So that's, we already know Kobe's a Laker. Kobe's, Kobe's a Laker. What? Elgin Baylor, you hit. Yeah. That's a hell of a team. Okay. Elgin Baylor, Kobe Bryant, Will Chamberlain, <laughs> oh. George Mikan. Dang. Whoa! Is that the best? Is that the best heaven team? Who got a? Who I got think a better heaven team? who got a better heaven team than the Lakers. I don't think nobody. Oh, the, the Celtics. They got cool. some more members. I no, mean, they got they got Bill Russell. They got Bill Russell, but that nigga can't that, dribble. That ain't enough oh, for Kobe. True. The Kobe. Yeah, he get him. Kobe era. Yeah, Kobe is the coldest hooper in heaven for sure. Wait, so That's are the crazy. Dallas Cowboys like are they the coolest NFL team there? Like they got a lot of dead players. Who they got? No, they don't. They don't. They got Walter. They Payton said their Groves' knees is in heaven. Hey, you giving out blessings up here? Let me go and get them knees, man. I was, I was never really that good. Let me get them knees. Somebody said Will Pray for them knees. And at least nine thousand of the twenty thousand he smashed. Nah, I think if Will really smashed twenty thousand. Probably more than nine is up there with him. Oh yeah, it's got to oh, be yeah. in the, the high teens. Yeah, eighteen, nineteen thousand is up there with him. You don't, we don't live no hundreds of years. Yeah, it's probably only like how many of them are still here? It's probably only like twelve. Yeah, fifteen, twenty of them. Come, oh, what? come like, forward if you smash Will. We trying to get a count. So, so oh, in case God. you didn't know, uh, Will Chamberlain came out with a book, Sarah, and uh -huh. he said he slept with twenty thousand women in his lifetime. Wow, which yeah, is that's I think a lot of sleep, right? So that's like seven <laughs> women a day. That's like seven women a day for like twenty years. That's crucial. That's whoa. Somebody wow. was getting the uh, the, the spaghetti. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right. Somebody was pushing rope. Thousand. Who got well, who, well, who got more bitches? <laughs> who, who, who got more bitches? Heaven or hell? Oh, hell got more bitches. Hell got. Really? Hell got, yeah, I would think one. hell got more bitches. I think hell probably got more bitches. Because, I mean, you got probably got women that set motherfuckers up and <laughs> they got, got shot in the shootout. <laughs> they got all. that fire. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah, it's a whole different place. But I would, I would, I wouldn't. Which, which pussy would you rather hit? If you if you had to choose the pussy that was in hell or the pussy that's in heaven, ooh, I'm creeping into hell and getting some fire. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I think I'll take the heaven because I couldn't. I don't know, man. Hell, 
She probably gonna try to cut your head off or something afterwards. Yeah, I, that's true. Yeah, it's cyanide in the vagina. There's a lady who just attacked her <laughs> lawyer, and she did that. She decapitated her boyfriend. See, after they, right after they fucked. Oh, he Whoa. was sleepy and shit. Oh yeah. shit! Got him out the way. Damn. Oh, God, I, I wish I could it. find that article. I was reading it the other day. I just don't remember shit about it. What else you got for us, Daisy? Oh, I can ask one question. Yeah. Do you, if if you were given a, a hell pass, would you take it? Like a like one day. To go, like you know, what I'm saying, if you were in heaven, but they granted you like a hell pass, would you take up? Would you? I can come back. I'm you good. can come back. No. Hey, if when I get to heaven, I ain't never leaving. Yeah, exactly. Keep that. me in. That's there, the bro. oldest trick in the book. <laughs> <laughs> you think they gonna give you your pass back when you inhale? Hey, yeah, all right, I'm out of here, man. Where the, where the pass at so I can go back up yeah, to heaven? Ain't nobody telling the truth in hell. Yeah, true. <laughs> it's full of schemers and lemurs. Yeah. Where's the Vegas? <laughs> Bernie Madoff land. Okay. <laughs> okay. Talk to us. So, um, George Lopez has been getting a uh, super, super crazy heat by the uh, Latino community uh, because he was on his Oh My God Hype podcast and he uh, was interviewing an uh, inter, uh, uh, interviewee and uh, he was bringing up, he was saying he used rock. Uh, a comedian that is known. Uh, he just did a HBO special named uh, Ralph um, Barboso. And um, he kept bringing him up during the interview. And George Lopez kind of called him out. Like, why do you keep bringing up that guy's name? Like, nobody knows who the fuck he is. Like, why do you keep bringing up his name? Like, you're kind of like in my show. And he was just kind of like, uh, he was, he, the interviewer kind of got like, looked at him sideways and was like, what do you mean? Like, I'm, talking about him because it's important to to speak about upcoming Chicano comedians. And uh, George Lopez was, we don't know who the fuck he is, so stop bringing him up. And he's like, I paid the I paid the way for the rest of the Latinos to, uh, you know, for the rest of the Latinos to look up to. They know what they have to do. And uh, everybody got really angry because they thought that he wasn't trying to help. And that um, you know he's not really down with the community. Wow, I gotta wa I gotta watch the clip. I think I understand what she's saying. So basically, that comedian who's a very funny young cat. I've seen him before. He's funny. He was he did a sh a, a show with George Lopez on, on TV, and he kept bringing up the name of another comedian. So uh, yeah, um, the it, it was like the friend of that Ralph Barboso that was interviewing with George Lopez. Yeah, yeah this is Ralph on here. Mm. So his friend was in a podcast with George Lopez, and he was just kind of like saying like, yeah, you know, we should uplift our people, and we should try to like, you know, once you pave the way, uh, you should be able to bring people up with you. And George was, uh, Lopez was like, nah, I'm not going to do that. Oh. I did my work. I had to do what I had to do. Like, you know oh. what you have to do, so you do it. And stop bringing up that guy's name. Okay, I get podcast. it now. I oh, get it man. now. Yeah. So, so so look, I, I got to watch the podcast to make a completely educated Decision on how I'm going to respond, but I will say this. Um, you can't help everybody. I know I know we want to, but some people ain't ready. You know what I'm saying? And uh, you could put yourself in a situation where you could be at risk of fucking your shit off if you choose to help the wrong person. Because some people will try to sabotage you because they're delusional about what they are and who they are in relation to the entire world. 
So when you bring certain personality types around you, they start to assess themselves around you or they start to assess themselves in relation to you as opposed to doing their job as a creator or as a comedian and just focusing on what they do and then coming together with you later. So a lot of times people don't have the mental wherewithal to be around somebody that's doing better than them. You feel what I'm saying? So I understand George's position in a way, but I need to hear him talk more. You got to be careful. It ain't, it ain't, it ain't all it's cracked up to be. You, you, you know what I'm saying? I mean, I understand that you kind of have to work for where you need to be and, and, and do all that. But I, I don't think that there's nothing wrong. He's never helped other <coughs> Latino comedians. Right. He hasn't. And I've said this before. Yeah, no, a lot of people, a lot of Latinos feel that way. But my thing is, like, what is he supposed to do? It, well, well, just, like, bring them, like, um, and it's crazy because now there's more people coming up with, like, that. But um, he likes to be the only Latino in a comedy show. Right. He doesn't like to be with others. Oh, really? Like, officially, like, nah. Yeah, he, like, if there's going to be him, like, no. He won't do it. Right. I think, I think, so there's, like, scandalous <laughs> things that he does like that. I mean, I, I get that. You know what I'm saying? I get that. I mean, you know, I get that. Here's a, but, but so he, also, too, though. He said. He, he said that? Yeah. So he's, this motherfucker standing by the door. Hola. And motherfucker, hola. Oh, God. Oh, get, get the fuck out of here. This motherfucker, no yeah. Spanish. <laughs> <laughs> Get you the fuck yeah, out of here. There was a, a a host comedian that came out. I don't know his name, but he was speaking on on that subject. Like, oh, you know, I, I would love to open and be there uh, for Cedric and all of them, you know. And George Lopez is gonna be there. Wow, like I'm I'm a big fan. And he was like, hey, well, you know, let me talk to George. Let me let him know. And you know, and he came back. He's like, you know what, my guy, like George Lopez is not cool with that. Right, that's crazy. Yeah, man. I mean, that's common in this entertainment shit. You know what I'm saying? It's only so many niggas. That's Every everybody everybody ain't gonna make it the same way. So it was like you got to create your own lane in this. It's not the way it used to be. Like you understand what I'm saying? It ain't the way it used to be. Like when Eddie Murphy and them was cracking work. Or, or Eddie Murphy put Chris Rock on. He put a right. lot of people on. Mm -hmm. yeah. I don't know if George Lopez has that type of power. But I mean, you could you can let you can shout somebody out, or you can. You don't have to go. They stop saying that person's name. You know what I'm saying? We don't know who he is. Like, we probably would know if you just gave him a shout out. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you help the wrong motherfucker, they're going to turn on you. Yeah. That's a fact, too. I'm uh, telling you, I've experienced it. Niggas who ain't ready and ain't that talented, they get around a motherfucker that is, and they start to resent your talent. And they start trying to sabotage. So regardless if they black, Hispanic, white, or whatever, is being talented is a rare thing. It ain't something that comes every day. And there's a lot of people who try to do this or try to do radio or do comedy, and they're not really that talented at this specifically. And when they see somebody else being successful or seeing somebody else making some, uh, you know, uh, making some headway, they start to want to assume that person's lane. So success makes some people uncomfortable with themselves and they try to be who they view as the successful one. Mm -mm. So George really has to be careful. You know what I'm saying? I don't really know the context of everything he said, but I'm letting you know, being an artist is a hard thing to do. Helping people is a thin line between love and hate, man. That state, that statement is so fucking true. You know, so, so George, a, don't be a sell. I don't think I don't I don't think he's a sell. I know he has a lot of black comedians that write for him. You know what I mean? In this industry, black people are used to write for everybody. I mean, the 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 craft of comedy 
and even joke structure and all this flavor in it was created by us. So the white boys, you know, a lot of the elite, they're going to find a nigga to help them write their shit. You know what I'm saying? Oh, they go to open mics with niggas is that and steal it. And they steal it. But the Mexican community is damn near like the backbone of entertainment because culturally, you uh, Mexican people support shit. If they fuck with you, they're going to show up. Cousins, uncles, aunties. You know what I'm saying? They're going to show up. Everybody going to be at the concert. You know what I'm saying? So I get that because I feel like the Mexican community has the right to hold him to a standard because they support the fuck out of him. Right. But the whole artistry aspect is something that George can't compromise. He can't just put a comedian on because he's Mexican. The comedian has to be dope. Yeah. No. Yeah, but he. But could you imagine saying, I'm not doing no, no shows if there's other black people on it? Right. You know what I'm saying? That would be crazy. You have black artists that do that. And then the guy is had just had a HBO special. Like he is somebody. Right. Oh, the comedian. No, he's yeah. funny, but mm-hmm. but 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 also too, it's like I, I gotta hear more about it because I hear a lot of my Latino brothers and sisters, they be going hard on George. Mm-hmm. They be going hard on George. Fluffy is the nigga in that community that they yeah. fuck with heavily. Super you know what heavy. I'm saying? So uh, you know I, you know. I feel like it's it's sometimes it's because we we are hard because there's a few of us, so we expect them to do what's right, which is <coughs> those well, simple things. It's not even like I'm not. I don't think we're asking him. Oh, get him a job. Like it, there shouldn't be that big of an issue. Just mention this upcoming person. Right, but at the right. same you time, know, you also so don't know. I would love to hear his perspective of why. why he chose violence like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, Dude, why, he why did he think said it like in that? In the interview, he was like, yeah, I've never helped anyone out. Like, yeah. and I'm not going to. It's, I paved the way. You guys, this is the the template. You guys follow it if you guys want to do it. Right. Well, I mean, I, I guess Daisy, was like, <laughs> I guess Daisy speaks for that community, right? So you really like, these are like your feelings. Like, you you already have turned on him a couple times, right? Like, because he's yeah. not. It's crazy, yeah. too. Because, look, in our community, that's pretty much like, how we do it anyway mm-hmm. like niggas ain't gonna help niggas like that yeah so mm-hmm. we just like when i when i decided to do comedy it's like okay i run into the niggas that i fuck with along the way but like i don't expect help. the first motherfucker to reach their hand out to me was Corey. you know what i'm saying but i don't expect that mm-hmm. but see and there, but that don't make it right though it don't it's not right it's not right. right i mean so i feel like latinos have that right you should hold him to a standard Right, but he all, but this is also artist subjective. So I just can't be putting you on because you're Mexican, bro. You got to be dope. Because if you, if I'm just put, because look, also too, this, this is another thing. The world is bigger than Mexican culture. So once you get out like California, Arizona, Colorado, and you start getting, you know, back to the other side of the country, they don't really understand Mexican culture like we do, because yeah. they're a different type of Latino. So, like, you know, even the whole low rider culture that we have in common, the music, like Puerto Ricans and Dominicans, they don't really identify with that. You feel what I'm saying? So it's like sometimes when you get to a certain point where you get above what you were raised at and you become more global, you have to fuck with an artist that that is dope enough to be understood outside of just being Mexican. I feel like I get that, but he doesn't help anyone. And there we go. Because he said he don't. <laughs> <laughs> but I got to dig into it. Like, but at the same time, somebody. But Daisy, if, <laughs> if he was to, if he was to promote an artist, would you be more like apt to listen to them because he doesn't promote anybody? But he chose this one. Wouldn't it make that particular person special? Because you would know that he normally doesn't do that. The dopest yeah. niggas to me are the niggas that make their own way. Because mm-hmm. it's a certain grit 
And it's a certain, not arrogance, but it's a certain zeal you have to have to keep pushing when everything else is falling apart. Like, that's what makes you a dope com- a comedian. Oh, comedian. Okay. Is when you say, fuck the comforts. Yeah. You know, niggas would be at some shit for a couple months, maybe a year. But, what you know, them niggas that stay at it 10, 15 years and ain't shit went right, right. them is the niggas when they do get their shot turn into the Red Foxes and the George Lopez mm. type dudes and they become a beast. Like, Felipe Esparza is a monster. Absolutely. Right. He don't need George Lopez. Right. And that's and there's also a benefit to, a benefit to being a Mexican Mexican comedian if you're dope. The community is going to support and buy tickets and come watch you. Yeah, yeah. Be- Benny Mina does that here a lot. But so. is there is there something to be said? There's a lot of, uh, let's just say, like in the in the comic world, there's a lot of gatekeeping that happens mm. that isn't as just, oh, I'm not going to say nobody's name. There's like actual like, stop, hell no. We not, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, you bring him, I'm not going right. to. Yeah, so we got to hold them accountable or... We can't give them a pass because some people are just like that. It ain't, you know, you might not need to see all both sides of here, his side. If he's coming out like, I'm not helping nobody. I don't want no Mexicans on the show when I'm doing it. It's just me. If it's a Mexican up in here, I'm out like, what kind of shit is that, man? You know what I'm saying? I agree. No, I don't think it's right. And somebody did make a good point. Low key, George just, but the, the young dude is a dope ass comic. Yeah, yeah, he's, yeah. He's, not, he's not bothered by it. If anything, but, he has more to prove. But also, too, what I've noticed from the Mexican community is like the younger Mexican cats, they get down different than the older ones. Right. It's mm-hmm. like different. It's more like, uh, see, the, 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 like the old school Mexicans didn't really patronize with niggas like that. Yep. And let's just keep it a buck on that. Like the veteranos and the essays that we grew up around, you know, they would be on their kids about hanging with niggas. Don't be yeah. fucking hanging with them motherfuckers. And it was more racial and separate. But the younger guys, they dressing like niggas. They wearing Jordans and earrings. They going to nigga barber shops. And, 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 and it's becoming more meshed like it is on the East Coast. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, you know, 30 years from now, that traditional veterano Mexican culture that a lot of Mexicans are used to as far as, um, the way that the art is expressed is going to be, uh, it's not going to be the same. You know what I'm saying? And that's something that, that you know, that, y- that y'all got to get prepared for. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Because we went through it with the Harlem Renaissance mm-hmm. and finding our identity apart from white people and white culture here in this country. We went through that 70, 80 years ago. Right. And so now that's going to start happening in that community. You know what I mean? So it's like the shit that the way that we, the shit we was raised on is 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 going is not going to be is not going to be here no more. Is that a part of the melting pot uh, mindset here in America? That you is it is it them kind of losing a little piece of their culture in order to assimilate into society? Uh, I mean, I, I agree. I mean, you know, I think so. I think so. I mean, it's not a bad thing. You know what I'm saying? I mean, when you leave any country you're from and you come to America, each generation is is going to assimilate more and more. You know what I'm saying? Mm. More and more. So it just is what it is. Right. If mm. I w- if I was born a hundred years ago, I probably would look completely different because my parents wouldn't be as mixed. You know what I'm saying? I probably oh, would true. be a, a a lot darker. I probably would be a lot shorter. You know, you ever think about shit like that? I'd probably be a lot shorter. I probably wouldn't be artsy because the whole reason I'm able to do this shit is because the path my parents chose. So my parents probably would have been, you know, 100 years ago, my dad probably would have been working on a train or doing some type of hard labor. My mother probably would have been a maid. 
Right. So my whole life's work would have been trying to get to college so I don't have to work hard like them. Man, mm. So a hundred years ago, what, 1923? Yeah. Big slavery popping. You might have been... No, it wasn't no slavery. It wasn't no, wasn't slavery, no slavery in 1923? No, no You know that, nigga. That was, that's, that's, oh my God. that's the Harlem Renaissance. That's, yeah. that's, that's the Langston Hughes was a poet. At the, he was the man at that point. They yeah. had slaves in Mississippi last year. They had sharecropping, for sure. They still had that around. Yeah, sharecropping and stuff like that. But more, more African Americans were becoming educated and things like that, even though it was, you know, <laughs> few and far between. Hell yeah. <laughs> we're going to go to, well, well, let me see, let me tell you. We're going we gonna to go to Todd's topics in uh, a few seconds. How many we got in there? Hmm? So how many we got in there? In where? In uh, caffeine. In caffeine, I think. Let me go over here. Oh, wow. In yeah. caffeine, we got it's about 688. Oh, yeah. What you got for yeah. us, Todd? Oh, man. What I got for oh, you, Oh, Lord. Here we go. <laughs> Craig knows would have been regular size. Real shit, though. Oh, that's crazy. It's the same amount in YouTube as it is in caffeine. That's weird. Oh, really? Yeah, that's the same exact number. That's oh wow, that's super strange. So what I wanted to what I wanted to ask you about, Craig, was um your worst basketball season ever. My sophomore year. Yeah. So was there anything in particular that happened? I broke my ankle. Okay, oh. so that was due to injury. Yep. Okay, well, my worst basketball um, time ever was I visited a white church. You know what I'm saying? I was big in the church league, you know what I'm saying? I, the I church vis- league? I, I visited a white church, and I was just, a, you know, you stand up. Any visitors, in, and I'm talking about white with the, the, the preacher got the guitar. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That, that, oh, kind of, that. <laughs> that kind of white, right? <laughs> so I visit there. The motherfuckers coming up to me. Hey, man, we got a season starting up. You know what I'm saying? We want you to be on the team. I'm taller than everybody and shit. Like, all right, yeah, yeah, I'll do it. This is, this is after, like, Dina's finest, dunking on the eight-foot yeah. ribs. So I still thought I still had something cracking. Man... I was so trash out there. I was so, and when I when I walked into the gym, they was high five. They all knew my name and shit. I didn't even see these other people at church. I Todd, we heard a lot about you, man. You gonna bring the team to the to the promised land? And I remember, promised, yeah, land. I remember. And this was a whole season. What church was it? I don't even know. It was in some church in Covina, some little church in we Covina called, Assembly of God. Probably was, yeah. <laughs> it was on uh, it was on uh, San Bernardino Road. On San Bernardino Road, that's the one, when right? You're there. driving down. It's a glass, a big ass glass on the sanctuary, right? No, 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 not, no, no, not that. One. That's a big. That would be a big white church. This what? one was smaller. This was like uh, over there by the police station in the library. Right, right. It's, it, the, the gym floor is carpet. What is it? What a gym? No, they had no gym. Okay. Yeah, this was like this one looked like almost like a like a house. What is like the okay. the church D league? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> so I get out there and I'm talking about over over a season. If this was one game, that'd be that'd be one thing. But throughout the season, I didn't make one shot. Yeah. I mean, I was getting past people. I was on a, uh, some uh, Westbrook shit. Right. Getting past people, getting to the hole, and and breaking a layup. And I remember when it got real. The point guard, short Asian dude. He looked at me. I was open. And he just refused to pass me the ball. <laughs> <laughs> and he that was like, look you off. He just looked at you. Yeah, it was like, <laughs> yeah. And I'm looking like, come on, don't be like that. And he's like, it's like that, Todd. And pass it to somebody else. That's like game five of a, a 10 game series. Right, like right. 10 game season. So to go in there and to be that LeBron. 
You know, they they right. thought it was they thought, hey man, this dude just walked into the church. He, he, he talking to everybody. He's ready. Oh man, we this is what we need because everybody <laughs> else in the league was just like them. It was other little white churches. <laughs> so I was really supposed to be out there dominant, and it, yeah, it just never cracked off, man. For real, yeah, I broke my ankle, and uh, I didn't play half the season, and um, yeah, that was horrible to watch. I suck at sitting on the bench. No, you're not enthusiastic or nothing? I'll be enthusiastic, but I really literally feel anxiety that I can't be out there. Oh. You know what I'm saying? So I just remember feeling a lot of anxiety, like I wanted to play. Um, yeah, it was terrible. That was a terrible season. My sophomore year, we weren't that good, too. We probably won like 12 games or something. Didn't make the playoffs. 12 out of how many? Probably like 24, 25 oh, games. Uh, I did my best work on the bench. <laughs> <laughs> Most spirited three years in a row. Yeah, I keep Here my chair the warmest. <laughs> Check the temperature on that chair for me. Everybody else's house folded up. Hundred point two. The flavor, flavor of volleyball. So you could reheat a cookie on that motherfucker. That chair is hot. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Yeah, you can reheat a cookie on the chair. I mean, it's a hot chair, man. <laughs> Yo, if you get that chocolate morsel melted on the bottom of that cookie. What? <laughs> if you got a, if you got a cold cookie out there and you place it on someone's seat to reheat it. Yeah. A <laughs> grimy individual. I saw you don't need to dip it in on milk. I softened it on the chair. It's soft now. Oh my <laughs> nice and chewy. Oh. <laughs> I didn't play any sports. And really? I tried volleyball and I what was happened? the shortest one. Really? Oh. Yeah. So I was just giving out waters and stuff. They cut you uh, on the team? You got hmm? cut from the they, they cut you from the team? Uh, <laughs> no, because I was kind of useful. I was giving out waters and towels and shit, but I needed it. Wait, needed you it you went to high school with that with the dude that was real good, the big light skinned kid, huh? He was like six ten. He was really good, and he ended Brandon? up getting killed. Oh, what? wait, what was his name? I forget his name. He ended up getting killed though, but he was tall. He was super tall, like six ten. He was like really tall. Mm. He was supposed to go league. I think his name was. Uh, from yeah. Linwood, right? From Linwood. He went to Linwood High School. I mean, we didn't know that we had a really, really big, tall, light-skinned guy. But his name <laughs> was Brandon. Brandon. <laughs> Brandon. <laughs> but he, he, ended up, he ended up getting killed, right? He ended up getting killed, right? I, I never, I didn't hear about that. Yeah, but I'm trying to see if it was him, because then if he did, I'll, this is the first time I'm knowing that he's dead. You going to go to his grave? Oh, Brandon, no. I didn't know. I didn't know. Oh, do, you, do you tell us more things? <laughs> Daisy. Daisy. Daisy repeated all the clues back to us. Yeah, she said I was like, just making sure that your clues are aligning with my clues. When he was saying it, though, he was like, who? Who the fuck? What? <laughs> and then uh, there, was, uh, there was a guy. He was tall. He was cold, though. Claro que sí. We're going to go to a quick break. When we get back, more roast oh, with the no. host. Anybody in the Discord? Yeah. Tell them we'll be back in five minutes. I got a Detroit Piston. Okay. Let me let me try to find a one that works here. Okay. All right. We're going, more, more to come in a minute. Wait till I meet Drake. We'll be back. You meet Drake? Dina, stand up. Shout out to Daz and Corrupt. We next up. Yo, collective shit. Label. Let's get it. I got a question. Yo, if the question is who bad is me, the answer is a casualty. I'm actually a tragedy, an everlasting battery, a microphone, a ganja leaf is all I need for third degree. I hope you act accordingly. I'm trying to live affordably and morally, but more of me, I feel the OB more of me. 
me Since God been opening doors for me The devil move next door to me But I just be ignoring him I know he trying to torture me I know he see that store to me A golden road like Dorothy They trying to take the sword from me My odyssey is odd to see I ought to see the art in me It ought to be apostrophes Acknowledgements, apologies I'm tired of all these mockeries This fire shit is pocket me Stop looking at us awkwardly They copy from us constantly See life is like Monopoly You roll the dice for property And I'ma do it properly My balls is like a prophecy I'm cleaner than the doctors be And soon there'll be no stopping me And you won't get a sock from me Welcome to my dorm This is word porn Kill with this pen like Jason Bourne I'm hotter than Cajun corn I got an amazing form So they ain't got nothing for Skirt off in some form Shirt off, I'm worth a fortune For smoking, these niggas a bust on you. You need a token, start provoking. Of course, we smoking. The road spokesman, flow sicker than Chad Bozeman. Rest well, these niggas walking and talking like next tails. Hey yo, I seen a lot of crack sales, and I seen a lot of Mac shells. That's why I rap well. Hey yo, bars are back, L. Spit fire like a big dragon, wilding out like Nick Cannon. It's feast of famine. This MC fly like Biff Tannen. I'm standing with Fred Hampton. The Rose City stamped him. You're dealing with the rough breed. And you ain't really winning, love. Just cause you succeed. Unless it's me, Dina's PAC, Ancestors Tuskegee. I'm the HNIC. People, the city of Pasadena evokes memories of games at the Rose Bowl or the calming atmosphere of the Huntington Library. But for residents of Northwest Pasadena, however, the city's streets are reminders of what was. Don't say one. Okay, here. And we're back. back. Don't you worry about it. Don't you Shout out to Snap. This nigga is uh. we live. <laughs> Hello, everybody. Dina Collective. Shout out to the Dina Collective. Yeah, that's a dope ass project. Mm-hmm. Snaptastic out there with the bars, man. That's yeah. right. I haven't heard him sing. He does, he does, man. 
Somewhere between Ricky Bell and Juan Yang is, is the Snaptastic. Snaptastic got that high pitch. Middle middle end of the song, nigga. You know, he come in. <laughs> he sound like that nigga from Police Academy. <laughs> Shrooms, nigga, shut the fuck what up. What twelve? Nigga, yeah. <laughs> that nigga got the <laughs> falsetto, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> that nigga gonna don't feed me when he see me. Now, mother's he be cold in the Philippines. What's up, man? I'm I'm live on air right now, Big Broski. He be holding What's here the, when you sing. <laughs> we, we, we done like 10 minutes. Yeah. All right. Nigga sing like a choir boy from the five heartbeats. Sing about uh, Japanese chocolate. (laughs) (laughs) He be trying to throw his voice, he be going past the mic. I got a, I got a special, a special hatred in my heart for uh, singers who be doing their own special effects. Snaps the we got a machine for that, bro. Karen, Karen Clark does it. Snaps in a group and uh and the lead singer is uh, Manny Pacquiao's mom. Yeah, that nigga man, he sing really good, man. So he was singing like a motherfucker, just high yeah, pitch. He so he was in some bullshit groups because his rest of his homies couldn't sing. I couldn't sing, but he always wanted to make us a group and shit. And, and, and he's a talented motherfucker, like on a whole nother level. That nigga had at a at a church at a church retreat had us singing uh uh shy. The very first time that I saw your brown eyes, your lips said hello, then they said bye. I knew right then you were the one. But I was caught up in physical attraction, but to my satisfaction, baby. You are more than just a friend. A friend. And if I ever fall in love again, I will be sure that the lady is a 
friend and if I ever in love so true, I will be sure that the lady is like you. And it's now coming my friend. I need someone who. It was B Snaps, the homie Chevelle, and the, the buffer from Costa Rica who didn't even know English, but Snaps had us out there. Five, <laughs> take that, man. Get it, get it, get it. Call it up. That was a cold song. Get it, get it, get it. What the fuck was that? Joe Jackson What was the song that y'all used to vibe out? Like, it come on, it don't matter. The thuggest nigga in the room gonna go and sing it. R&B? Yes. It's a couple. That one yeah. Billy Paul song, everybody sang that. Billy Paul. Billy Paul. What, what? what I'm talking about? <laughs> <laughs> the fuck oh, is that? One about uh, Mrs. Jones. Mrs. Mrs. Jones. Mrs. Jones. Mrs. Jones. Mrs. Jones. We got a thing going on every day. I skipped the whole lot of shit. Hell yeah. <laughs> Somebody said, uh, oh, what? We it just went away. Somebody said, can we talk is one, too. Can we talk for a minute? Hey, girl, I want to know your name. Can we talk for a minute? Girl, I want to know your name. Nah. Yeah, that was the shit. They said do some high five. Oh my god. Oh. Craig was down with the nosers. Oh, with the Twisted with Keith Sweat. You can Girl, you got me twisted. You know you got it. I got what you need right here, baby. So what do you want to do? Girl, what do you want to do? That's the song make you think you can sing right there. You can hit all of them notes. Somebody said all Jodeci songs. I'm like, whatever. Yeah, Jodeci, come and talk to me. I really want to meet you, girl. I really want to know your name. Ah, no, my love. Do you ever dream of candy coated raindrops? You're the same, my candy rain. Hey, we're gonna wrap up this show, man. That's been this episode of Oh, we got people in the Discord. Bring them in if you want to. All right, Memphis, Memphis, put your stuff on, baby. Hey, man. My, my, okay. <laughs> over there. Let me get you over back here. Back to life. Hey. Back to reality. Back to the here and now. Memphis, put your stuff on, baby. If I can pull you over. Who is this? Memphis put his stuff on so he can. Memphis right. in this moment. You know, the homie, Memphis. <laughs> Was hiding in Maine, smoking a square, looking like a teenage bear. 
<laughs> Who that woman, Harpo? Pale face motherfucker. <laughs> what you in there doing? Ain't up all your kids' snacks, nigga? <laughs> <laughs> salute, 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 salute. Uh, I forgot. Uh, Whatever, forgot man. Right there, but salute everybody, you know. Salute, man. You got your daughter out there smelling, uh, selling uh, loose cigarettes? <laughs> said, baby, go on out there and make me $20. <laughs> we still hope over here. <laughs> hope over here. <laughs> Look at that. This motherfucker eating cereal right out the box with the milk and spoon. That nigga uses that nigga uses kids to help him pimp. See, man, oh. go on slap that bitch for me, son. <laughs> you, know, you, got a, you got a big bag of that generic cereal. <laughs> hey, your dandruff, your dandruff is alive. He eat that motherfucker in his lap. Dry cereal. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, your, your barber put his thumb on the top of your lip and then did you go. <laughs> <laughs> you I'm going to line up around it. It's okay, be still. I'm going to line around it. He's got thumb marking. Ty got a cut-off shirt around his head. That's the funny shit, nigga. Hey, man, we, what's going on? You ain't got no chairs. You squatting around the kitchen table, ain't you? Oh okay, hell yeah, man. That's what I'm talking about, man. What kind of table is that? Oh, here we go. <laughs> motherfucker table shit. Yeah, he he like, got a uh, turntable. <laughs> they eating on the turntable. They eating on the turntable no more. Nigga got his food scratched. <laughs> he, still, he still got a dinner stand. Yeah. <laughs> I make everything stand. from scratch. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I do everything from scratch. I'm a he DJ. Had a, he had a nigga DJ his breakfast. <laughs> what? Hell yeah, man. That's some funny shit, we're like bro. We like you teach two year olds how to do karate. <laughs> that's a gig. That's a gig, man. <laughs> hey, you smell like you've been in a coma for a year. Nigga, go and take no. a bath. No. <laughs> Watch out. <laughs> <laughs> That nigga that nigga fell off a bike and skinned his mustache. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, you and your wife be arguing with your mouth closed. Craig got one of them glued dildos to his bed frame. You you had to sue your wife to get some pussy from her. Bitch, I'm gonna sue you. I'm taking you to court. Nine years is long enough, okay, bitch? I'm suing you. Craig put on blackface to go buy pussy. Oh my god. That's some funny shit, man. Hey man, we're gonna wrap up the call and take the next caller. This nigga's so funny. Huh? He got his daughter on the show. Oh, 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 oh. you saying Daisy's my daughter? <laughs> That's funny. He got his daughter and his uncle on the show. <laughs> <laughs> uncle Todd. <laughs> it's a family thing. Hey, keep it in the family. It's a family thing. You feel me? Right, I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> I look like um, Muhammad, Elijah Muhammad. <laughs> hey, you oh. put that cigarette out in your pocket, nigga. I see what you did. In case I need it later on. <laughs> So you smell vitamins. <laughs> 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 you smell vitamins. Oh, shit. Hell yeah, you man. Vitamins? 
He be sniffing his B twelve like. And you ain't, <laughs> <laughs> hey, you ain't got fiber. no, you ain't got no racks in your refrigerator. Everything in the same drawer. Nigga, ice cream, bacon, <laughs> lettuce. Yeah, nigga, you drink, you drink bush ice. What? Stack of toffee. That motherfucker truck flip me. Yo, ever drink bush ice? Pop that motherfucker. Over. Oh, Hell yeah, man! <laughs> yeah. Hey, man! Well, we gonna uh, we know what happened. He was a true driver. Y'all stay drinking Budweiser, Bud Ice, Bush Ice. Hell yeah! What kind? What kind of work you do? Who me? I'm a, I, I do work, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I work I do, nigga. That's what kind of work I do, nigga? I put it in there and sell it. Oh, okay. Oh, hell yeah. You, you, okay, you're a phlebotomist. That's okay. cool. Oh. No, no, no. I really, uh, Maybe make it a bologna sandwich. I moved from Memphis, like, a couple years ago during the pandemic, but during the pandemic, man, I was uh, working with special needs kids. Okay. I coached football, basketball, okay. and track and field. You that nigga said, I won all levels. I had my own AAU organization. You okay. know what I'm saying? That nigga. I, I did it out the mud. I ain't go to school for none of this shit. Okay. I got it out the mud. I was the janitor of the school. Yeah. And my, I got blessed with it. I started volunteer coaching. There we go. And my a white lady blessed me with a job at the school, become an assistant teacher, man. So, <laughs> That's what I'm saying. <laughs> both sides are really special. You know what I'm saying? Like, I know I know I know both sides of like my dad a pastor, so before I but what the, fuck, what the fuck was the janitor doing out there on the football field? This nigga sell uh coaches with the dope boys. This nigga was kicking field goals. This nigga sell uh water balloons with cool Laid in them. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm gonna save you the ghetto, okay? My daddy passed out. Nah, that nigga be selling communion at the church. Selling, them crackers uh, is nasty. Come back here with me, man. This nigga be selling uh, bologna sandwich corners. Nigga. <laughs> you want some you edges? Corners off the bread, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Real edges. That's his shoelaces. Yeah, got, uh, bologna really edge shoelaces. Get my, story, get my little story out there because I know. Y'all fuck with shit like this, man. And like that, every man for the past about seven, eight years, I've been watching Creed, I've been watching Corey, I've been paying attention to Uncle Todd, I've been paying attention to those, the one. Like everybody you put on, everybody that came with you, I've been paying attention to like, man, all this shit y'all talk about, about chemical imbalance and all this shit, man. This shit has helped me, man, in my relationship in life. Cause I'm like, I'm about to be 35 March 1st. Yes, man, man. A lot of shit you talk about is good to her because my niggas go through shit, man, thinking they going through it by themselves. That's some real shit, though. Person. Think like that. Like me, man, I, I done a lot of bad and I done a lot of good. But one thing I never really had is real support. You know what I'm saying? Right, right, so right. Going through it, like, that's why I said your chemical imbalance can be thawed out from a lot of shit you went through predating, I mean, not predating, but dating to your childhood on up to an adult, man. And you just got to keep pushing, man. That's all. Whatever oh, it yeah, is. Man, I'm never going to stop, man. You know what I'm saying? This swag shit is for real, man. You know, I got to mind do it, man. I'm a fat nigga with some swag, man. So, hey, man. Hey, there so, we go. Then there's that. Yeah. <laughs> I ain't never give it up, man, because I'd accomplish a lot, man. Like, the kids I coach, they, they getting ready to go to college now. They getting ready to do. They doing things with themselves. And it's it, it came from me. Just yeah. pushing them, like you know what I'm saying, pushing them and yelling at them and being hard on them. But 
in the end showing them love too. Like nigga, you yeah, you can smoke that weed all you want, but if you ain't taking no laps, nigga, if you ain't running, you ain't exercising, this shit ain't gonna do nothing but hold you down. <clears throat> That's some real shit, so, man. Well, we need more brothers like you out there, man. We always love when you call in, man. It's much respect, man. I'm I love calling in, fucking with y'all ugly ass, man. <laughs> Whoa. We proud of it. We proud of <laughs> we proud of the shit you accomplished, man. We're gonna take this next <laughs> call, family. Said, if I owe you something, <laughs> get it from God. God, God, God. Next call. God, God, God. <laughs> From this, who's this next? Hey, hold on, what happened to the stage? What are going on to the stage? Oh, Sarah, fucking up. I'm sucking up. Hold on, I'm I'm putting it. Oh, I put us in this. Okay, we're in there. Everybody, there we go. Yeah, yeah. Rock your body. Bring them in. Everybody is doing something very weird right now. Rock your body. Come on, come on alive, honey. Rock your body right. Turn your camera on. Back streets. All right. Rogue life. Come on, baby. Pimpin', I know you at that homeless shelter, man. Pimpin' from the punk ass homeless shelter. The punk ass homeless shelter. Man, go on and tap in, man. Put your camera on, baby. Pile of wild toes finest. Oh, he went away. Oh, he went back to the green room. Why'd you go back to the Everybody, yeah, yeah. I don't know. You know, sometimes his. The boss will be coming by and he had to put it. The boss is a boss is a boss is a boss. Boss didn't bake beans. Come on, love. Oh, there you go. Hold your face. Oh, he in, the, he in the car now. Okay, we up to uh, 1,000. What's going on, man, from that punk-ass homeless shelter in Palo Alto? It's the homie, man. Talk to us, man. Hey, man. What's up with y'all, fam? Man, you already know, man. Ty, I got a question for you. What's the question, Ty? Oh man, oh man, um, shit from the punk ass homeless shelter. <laughs> <laughs> you be up there freestyle battling the motherfuckers up in the homeless shelter. And you ain't got no place to go. It's what I know. <laughs> Confiscating rap books. But all day long, niggas comedy, niggas be up in tears up in there, my nigga. Hell but yeah. niggas, that shit, that shit's fucking comedy, nigga. Be whatever you can think of, nigga. Cause we got this one white bitch right now, nigga. She be. Walking around just saying hella random prayers and talking to herself and thank God and uh, the the God Almighty. This bitch was standing on her bed, damn, they're finna get a strip tease last night, nigga. So, oh wow, uh, uh, <laughs> I bet God like that. <laughs> oh wow, <laughs> hey, God like titties. God like titties. Hey, we come from His bosom. Yeah. Oh, that's true. Mm-hmm. Talk about it. Titties man. are awesome. They're bosom. Titty is a bosom. But yeah, man, we always appreciate what you call when you call in. I know you don't roast, man. Is it some, is it some science you want to drop on us today? If so, have at it. Motherfucker tried to roast me. Uh, brother, I'm very versatile. Brother, I roast. I do it all. You yeah. feel me? Oh, okay. Yeah, you feel me? Yeah, 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 but uh, yeah, I get on Craig. You feel me? I know that nigga first car was a Bobcat. <laughs> yeah, the, the, the nigga first date was on a tractor you feel me <laughs> this is what uh, Larry Fitzgerald is doing now yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. this nigga on his way to the McFerrin uh, family reunion <laughs> don't worry <laughs> don't worry be happy do, 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 do. everybody's here <laughs> nigga playing the, uh, the, the drums the hollowed out drums Dallas is a pension worker. <laughs> 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 uh, the bitch at the bonnet, huh? 
Hey. I was about to say, nigga, your, your first dream was a blueprint. Hell <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nigga, nigga. You got blades at the edges at the end of your dress, nigga. That's it. Little arrow tip daggers. <laughs> man, you got to call us when you're at the shelter, man. We already have seen it, man. That's what we want to see. We want to see you at the shelter talking to people, man. I, I, I get there at like three o'clock, so you feel me? That's why I'll be having to call right now because I'm on the road. Okay, God, for nigga, sure. Yeah, but yeah, well, if I do a show a little bit later, I try to tap in. Tap in, man. We want to talk to some of them people, man. See what they're about. Maybe, maybe Ty. Ty got extra room at the house, don't you? Nah. Nah, nah, nah. Take it away, Todd. This nigga. It's all good, man. I tap in a little bit later, but y'all, y'all niggas have a good one. You too. Love and respect. If I owe you something, get it from God. God, God, God. Yay! Everybody. Oh no, I did something else again. I did something else again. Okay. Oh, shit. No, I'm okay. I'm okay. All right, here we go. Everybody in the place to be. You don't know that song. She's trying to pick up on it. Yeah, I know. I just made it up. If you would have knew that shit, I'd be like, how the fuck, I nigga? Like, I just made this shit up. <laughs> <laughs> what if you made up a song and somebody knew it? Wouldn't, would that spook you? Well, That'd be yeah, crazy. They knew it. <laughs> I would think we would be meant to be and shit. For real? That'd yeah, I'd be, be like, wait. <laughs> Motherfucker, I just came up with this. <laughs> Health wealth like, and love is stealth to me. Because you <laughs> How the fuck did you know I was going to say that? <laughs> Anybody else? Uh, No, they went away. Oh, uh, shit. We're going to keep it rolling, man. We're going to go to a quick break. When we come back, we got Todd's show. It's called The What? I'm Out There Nation. Keep the, keep the stream going. Just go to a break. Okay. Go to YouTube, okay. Yeah, 10 minutes. Not YouTube. You can cut to YouTube. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.